You are tuned into For Amore Radio, the place where Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads.
You are tuned into For Amore Radio, the place where Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads. Welcome, 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 everybody. Praise the Lord. God bless you. I feel like I ran a marathon and I didn't do it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So welcome to For Amore with Lori. I am here today with my special guest, my friend. He's doubling as a co-host, Pastor Tyrone D. Baskin. Yay! Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Pastor Baskin, welcome. And it is super, super, super duper glad. I am super duper glad mm -hmm. to have you here today. Okay. Um, yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Doing Facebook Live, we could have just kept going with that. Right. That was uh, that was fun. Hello, Dr. Johnson. God bless you. God bless you. I tell you what, um, I, I want to take it slow today. I want to take it slow. I want to take our time and minister today. Amen. That's what we need to do, because let me tell you something. Today, this is for me. This broadcast is for me. I'm going to be sharing what God gave me. It was kind of quick, Pastor Baskin. Mm -hmm. I just kind of wrote it down. But um, And if we can hit some of them, fine. But I just want to sh uh, share a sequence of scriptures that I had got. And I was thinking about being spiritually and emotionally drained we're talking about something and we're talking about an area where this is new to me but let me tell you what i want to do today i'm going to give more of our uh pastor baskin uh dr johnson say hello hello sister <laughs> i'm gonna get you hooked up so you'll be able to see this uh -huh. and uh as we do that i tell you what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give our listeners just a little bit of time to come on in because i know you're gonna be uh doing facebook live also so i'm gonna play another song and mm -hmm. as we do that i want to get you set up on that side okay, okay? All right, here we go. Don't you guys go nowhere. If you've already tuned in, I need for you to keep it locked. This is a little bit of Michelle Wilson and Beyonce. Say yes. Hey, man.
You are tuned into For Amore Radio. The place where Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads. Well, praise the Lord. When Jesus, when the world or anybody else say no, Jesus says yes. And I tell you what, Pastor Baskin, once the Lord say yes, that's it. That is it. That's all that matters. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, so we are ready now. We are ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Okay. Okay, so first of all, let me say hi to you guys again. Hello, Dr. Johnson. Praise the Lord. Pastor Welch, God bless you. So, uh, guys, when you see the logo show up, that is Pastor Baskin that will be uh, talking to you today. So, I believe we got a good word going on. Pastor Baskin and I, this is a trip. I love having him on the broadcast because it's just like... Uh, having Pastor Jackie. The <laughs> difference is Pastor Baskin is a little bit younger and he just kind of flows in this really um, awesome kind of way and I love it. He's he, he comes as a real simple brother, a real simple man of God, but when the word starts to flow in, there's nothing simple about him. <laughs> Amen. So for those of you that are just tuning in, praise the Lord and God bless you. I'm here today with Pastor. Pastor uh, Tyrone D. Baskin, and uh, yeah, you can catch him on Facebook like that, Tyrone D. Baskin, and he is one of my favorite, all-time favorite pastors, for it's like just getting a plain, simple word, but it's through scripture, and I love it, so we are going to jump right in. Okay, so this word I told you, this met, this broadcast today is for me, this is for Lori, mm -hmm. so I want to start off by just sharing mm -hmm. what, I mean, it was just an overall message that God had gave me, but the message was for me, okay. right? So I'm just going to share it. Mm, I'll just let the Holy Spirit lead me. I'm not going to try to even uh, fancy it up or anything. So here's some, here's some scriptures. One of the things is that when you sow to the flesh, of the flesh, you reap corruption. We know that, right? Well, you're not going to get anything good out of sowing to your flesh. Right. And when I was looking up the word sowing, it means to scatter seed. Right. And I really started thinking about throwing seeds, scattering seeds. And I was like, how can you scatter seeds to the flesh? And I start thinking, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're watching TV and you're talking and gossiping and you're doing this and doing that, this, these are a multiple, right. you know, t uh, different right. seeds that you're sowing to the flesh. Right. So let's say if you're watching stuff on TV and there's cussing and then there's sex, mm -hmm. we're talking sex outside of marriage and mm -hmm. all that. You're sowing all of these different seeds to your flesh, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I thought about that, but I'm going to go through all of them the way I got it. Okay. So one, you sow to the flesh, you're not going to, you sow to the flesh of the flesh, you're going to reap corruption, right? Okay. To deal with that, you first of all, you need to humble yourself. Right. You need to humble yourself. You need to bring yourself down. You got to get to that place where you say, okay, God, I need you. Right. I need you right now. You know, I, and I'm going to tell you why this went the way it did. Okay. Maybe I should flip flop it. Let me tell you first. Okay. So I got the grandkids. Uh -huh. I have three grandchildren, a 12 year old, a five year old mm -hmm. and a three year old. Okay. Okay. All of them have different needs and different wants and expectations out of grandma. 
And I agreed to keep them and for three weeks. It right. started with two, but mm-hmm. then it went to three. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta understand something about my lifestyle. I will do I will do with having less money. Mm-hmm. To have more time with God, if you understand what I I'm do. saying. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I have, I live a lifestyle where I have a lot of what I call downtime. But I remember Pastor Welch saying downtime is prep time. Right. right? So but I have this time in the morning where I can just get in the word. I can pray. I can just spend time with the Lord. Right. And then in the evening time, you know, I still have time. Pastor Jackie and I will get into the word and talk, you know, just just fellowship and talk about the things of God. Later on, I'll go to work. But then I also have the nighttime. So at night, the most we do is we'll watch like the Andy Griffin show and and um, whatever, uh, whatever comes on after that. Okay, so we'll watch that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We're not big TV watchers. Right. Right. So that's my life Mm -hmm. every day. Okay, so I have a lot of time to build myself up, make myself strong. Right. Pastor Baskin, Mm -hmm. from day one of my package arriving here in the house, everything went south. (laughs) That morning time Mm -hmm. starts off with grandma. Right, right. Grandma. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the day Mm -hmm. is grandma. Grandma. It's the two younger ones. So the oldest one, he helps out a lot with the kids. So I want to give him a break because, Mm -hmm. but in me giving him a break. You took on more. I took on more. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And as this happened, I found myself. Now, you know, we all got plenty of word in us. We have the word in us. It doesn't go anywhere. But keeping yourself topped off and keeping yourself in the presence of God and just having that kind of time with him, it just, oh, it just causes you to live a life that's just wonderful. Well, anyway, I found myself feeling like God. I feel like I'm depleted. (laughs) I feel like I don't have anything. I feel like I'm just dragging. Right. You know, and it's like, I, I'm not even understanding this. This is not a lifestyle I want to have. Right. This is where this came from. Okay. 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 Makes sense. All right. Now, okay. So, so into the flesh. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm watching TV with the kids because you got to monitor. You can't just let, even with Disney, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever the case may be. So now I'm doing stuff that I normally would not be doing. Right. Right. So the thing was, the key was for me is you you have to humble yourself. You have to bring yourself to a place, bring yourself to a place where you can bring yourself down right. because it's like you're up in the air. If right. someone can see this right now, mm-hmm. you know, I'm making like a helicopter move. Right. It's like you're right. constantly up high, stirred up with all kinds of stuff that's going on. And a lot of it is fleshly, but it's not. Sinful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so after that, he started talking to me about keeping my mind stayed on him. You have to, even though you're busy doing stuff that you have to do, you still have to do things to keep your mind stayed on the Lord. How do you do that? Well, mm-hmm. you may have music playing. Mm-hmm. You may have scriptures going. You know, mm-hmm. things that I didn't have to worry about right. before now is things that I need to do and have to do. Right. Okay. Then he was like, uh, 
done. Your mind needs to be renewed. So when you get into this place where you're you're busy because of work, busy because of kids, mm-hmm. busy because of other, your mind is kind of focused yeah. on all of that right. stuff. When you spend too much time in that, right. your mind literally has to be renewed right. to come back to that place of being, having that spiritual mind. Are you, am right. I, you tracking with me? Okay. And then he said you need to be filled again. You need to be filled with the spirit. You right. go from somebody who's feeding your spirit daily right. to all of a sudden you're two weeks in right. to barely getting. I'm talking about, listen, I'm so desperate that I wait till these kids are at sleep at night and the house is quiet and I'm trying to study the word Mm -hmm. in the midnight hour. Somebody better say amen. You do what you have to do. You see what I'm saying? But I'm trying to study the word in the midnight hour. He said you got to be filled with the spirit. Now for somebody that's out that understands that, that means you got to be filled again. You have to be filled again and again and again. And then he said when you're filled again, now you can run and mm-hmm. not be weary. Now, these were all came to me in thought, yeah. but here I, I do have the scriptures. Right. But I tell you what, I know that you came with the word. I know we're in the same vein. How right. do I know that? Because I see it in your face. Right. I right. see it in your face. Right. So this right here, Lori is going to be taking <laughs> Let me answer some of these things. Pastor Well, Pastor Well says I preached about being renewed today. Amen. That lets me know we don't want to court. Praise God, uh, Pastor uh, Pastor Johnson. Dr. Johnson said she talked about she just put refilling. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, listen, you guys that are on here listening, those of you that are silent listening today. God has sent the man to refill. Now, those, those of you that are in Pastor Welch, you already got yours, but now your cup <laughs> running over today. Okay? Praise the Lord. That's why God sent this man here today because this is for me and it's for anybody that's been going through like me. Uh, Pastor Welch says, Amen. I feel steady when you can get it. <laughs> right. You can get it in. Right. So, Amen. Pastor. <laughs> if I need to say something, I will. Okay. But okay. if I don't, let's go. You know, I, I think it, I think it's amazing that we're talking about this because mm-hmm. <clears throat> just a couple of weeks ago, God has been really ministering to us about this place of prayer, this place of intercession, and uh, He really broke it open a couple of Sundays ago. And I'll just share a quick testimony from that. Uh, we've been we've been really focusing on just two aspects of prayer, and I know I'm talking about prayer, but I'm going back to mm-hmm. being refilled. I'm talking about two aspects of prayer. One is to get into the presence of the Lord, to genuinely get in there. Jesus said in Matthew six and six, He says, "Listen, when you go into your prayer closet, shut the door." Okay. Right? That shut the door denotes intimacy, right? Mm. But if I'm in this closet and my door is shut, and I'm still on Facebook, and I'm still here, and I'm still there, and I still got what I got to do when I get off, and what I got to do before church and after church, and all of this stuff, then my doors are still not shut. So I got to get into this place. I got to shut all the doors, right? And then I just ask God to put angels outside of these gates, right? So we get into his presence. We close the door. And then rather than bringing God our prayer list, we simply respond to what the spirit of the Lord shows us. I'm going mm. back to I'm going mm. back to refilling. Mm. So we get into the presence of God, right? Because it says in Romans 8 that we don't know what to pray for as we should, right? And that's then we, we take that scripture and we make it about praying in the spirit. And it is. But at the same time, even when we have our prayer list, God knows what we have need of before we even ask. So I should just show up and be like, God, you got me. What's on your heart? 
So we began to go into that and God began to minister to us about rest and about the Sabbath and about how the Sabbath was created for man and not man for the Sabbath, meaning it's not something laborious, but it's a place that God has called us to live in. He wants us to proceed Mm. and do Mm. everything that we do from a place of rest. And he says that we have all of these diseases and anxieties and stresses and depressions and this, that, and the other. And this is for ministers as well, because ministry just becomes a burden to us after a while if we don't stay in the place of being refilled. That's right. That's but right. He told us that he wants us to stay in this place of rest. And long story short, that Sunday, um, we ended up praying over over um, things that come from not resting in God, like anxiety. Um, I think the Spirit of the Lord called out uh, tightness in the chest. Um, shoulder pain and stomach problems and wow. God healed all three. This one young lady walked up with a testimony from intercession and said that she was healed of all three of those things in that service. So that opened up a vein for us to really understand that God is ministering to us about rest, about being refilled, <clears throat> about staying in a place where we're sitting at the feet of God and letting God pour into us so that we can then pour into other people. But we've got, we've got to be filled first and we've got to have God, God to, to really just pour into us and it's a place that we don't just do once or twice it's a place that we live from we live it's from. a place that we live from so uh, even if we got to get up earlier like you said or we got to study in the midnight hour we got to have that in us and then we start the conversation then and then we continue it throughout the day when we're dealing with our grandkids when we're dealing with our job when we're dealing with our children and stuff like that we start that conversation with god first thing in the morning and then that conversation just continues in god my confession lately has been in every situation that i face and i face them because i got teenage kids and I got work and I got 40 young men under me at two men in a truck mm. while I work and all of this stuff. So I face some challenges. But my confession has always been to slow down and say, you know what? The Lord is here. <laughs> and that's a true confession because he said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. So I just slow down and I just say the Lord is here. And then my joy is restored mm. in that moment. My mm. peace comes back to me in that moment. Mm. And, and, and this is this is the word that God is speaking to us at the church right now. And it, the word is this. The word is that God wants all of our attention right now. Now, if I say that, I then I'm being that. arrogant. I'm being arrogant. If I say, I want all your attention, then I'm being arrogant. But if God says, I want all of your attention, then one, he's worthy of all of our attention, all of our praise, all of our adoration, all of our everything. But like you just said a minute ago, if our mind is stayed upon God, then he'll keep us in a place and of I perfect love peace. Go through these. Perfect peace, right. And so he, God wants all of our attention right now. He wants us to gaze on him. He wants us to get into, a, as my brother Curtis says, he wants us to get into a staring contest with Jesus. <laughs> what I mean? So, no, it's what you just said. It's what you just But I just want to go back to what you said about, mm-hmm. about ministers. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was brought up in the faith to know that if you are in any kind of leadership position, mm-hmm. regardless of how you feel or what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. that you have to make sure that yeah. you are in the presence right. of, of God Absolutely. continually. Right. You know, so I'm here. I'm here now and I'm learning a lesson that I didn't have to worry about. Right. You have to fight to stay in the faith. I remember when I shared this with uh, Pastor Welch, he said, no, I don't do that grandchildren thing Mm -hmm. because it comes and it takes too much of your life. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there listening to him talk and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, you know, you kind of feel a little, um, uh, what, what would, wrong. You feel right. bad right. that you don't want to, you know, have your grandkids right. for a long period of time or right. whatever. But at the same time, you realize, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have your time with the Lord. Yeah. 
And if you can't get them to a place where, you know, this time is blocked off and they're taking care of their okay, mm-hmm. you may have to say no. Right. Right. And I'm learning. Absolutely. You may have to say no. What's the cost to me not saying no? Right. What's the cost to me going somewhere with you and hanging out with you right. when I know I need to be in the presence of the Lord? Right. What's the cost to me talking to you on the telephone mm-hmm. or being on Facebook or doing all of these things? Right. I tell you what, those that are my age and older, I bet most of us mm-hmm. hate social media. <laughs> right. Right. We hate it because mm-hmm. we didn't have to do this. Right. You just put your thing in the yellow pages. Right. If folks was looking for you, that was it. Pass the basket, go on. We're going to hit some of these right here, if you don't mind. Absolutely not. Well, let's, then let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sowing to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Sowing to the flesh. Um, you know what? When I, when I think about sowing to the flesh, of course, it's everything that, that you said where you just kind of vegging out. You're not feeding your spirit. You're watching TV. You're doing this stuff. And it's not necessarily sin, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm, I'm I'm neglecting my spiritual life um, in, in favor of just being comfortable for that moment. But at the same token, I think of it in a religious sense. As, as a minister, there's a, a scripture in Colossians that says that we have all these pious acts where we look the part and we do this mm-hmm. and we don't do this mm-hmm. and the other. But it has no no benefit when it comes to changing our saving our souls or changing who we are on the inside. So that's also so to the flesh. Just religion. We gotta get in that place where we're just really allowing us to communicate with God spirit to spirit. Mm-hmm. Because when we mm-hmm. communicate with God spirit to spirit, there's something that happens. There's a rest there's a peace that takes place that I can't get in eight hours of sleep. That's right. That's <laughs> it's, it's right. Just, it's just 10 minutes in the presence of God can refresh you in a way that 10 hours of sleep and just can't. That's so, the best to say that again. How many minutes? <laughs> just 10 minutes 10 in the presence of the Lord. I mean that quite literally because I'll be at work and I can't say no because mm-hmm. I got a job. I got to, I can't. Exactly. I can't. So I, I got to go to these places. But then I just, when, I, when I'm fed up and I can feel myself getting there, and it's just like, let me just pull away. Mm-hmm. Let me pull away. Mm-hmm. I can ride in my truck for mm-hmm. 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I can, I'm, I'm going to plug this song called the Glory Jello track. Mm-hmm. There, it's, it's just a, it's just an instrumental. I put that on and I just ride and I just, just got your here. Thank you so much. I just spend that time with the Lord. He'll replenish me. I'll go back in a brand new dude in 10 little minutes. Oh, you're speaking That's to it. me. You're That's speaking to me. 10 little minutes. That's all I need. You can take it. You can, I was ministering to a lady today and she was saying, I know things are going to be different. You know, when my children are older, I have more time for myself. And I was like, listen, babe, you got to learn how to do that for yourself now. Mm, if it's just mm, five minutes, if you mm. just spend an extra five minutes in the shower, if you just sit on the side of the tub for five more minutes and just say, God, I am here for you. Amen. I'm, I'm here for you and nothing else. I'm not entertaining no thoughts. I'm not taking no telephone calls. I'm not on Facebook. I'm just here to sit at your feet and let you pour into me. And you'll be surprised how much he is willing to pour into you mm. in just those five minutes. See that? But well, that's, that's what yeah. people will. No, I, but I will. Will be because, uh-huh. like I said, I have a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, and I set it up like that through the right. help of the Lord. I set it up like that because I just I love to just sit in the word. I love to just, you know, just think and think, you know, uh, I, I probably should spend more time memorizing. But I love to just listen to God, just, yeah. you know, speak to me and give me understandings right. of things. And then I kid you not, Pastor Jackie and I will get together mm-hmm. later and I, he'll be telling me things through through the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I said, the Lord just spoke the same thing to me. Right. right? right. I love that. Right. But let me let me tell you, uh, Pastor Welch said, Pastor Welch said, uh, 
Teach, he said, teach Pastor Baskin. <laughs> I mentioned resting in God today. Amen. Hello, Keisha. God bless you. And uh, uh, Dr. Johnson said, overflow. Amen. Wait a minute. I done missed a lot going on here. I've been trying to watch it. <laughs> well, you, you're more than welcome to address. Uh, right. Pastor Will said, I'm glad I'm out ministering. We have elders and ministers who can step in when I need to be replenished. Amen. Amen. But you know what? Hearing a pastor saying, I need to be right. replenished, right. you know? Right. I need to get to a place mm. where I need to be filled again. That's, That's the right. name of this show, Lord. Right. I just need to be filled right. again. Right. I filled again. And right. it, the funny thing is, now, I, I'm going to say it, and you can give me your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have the Word in us. Right. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Right. No doubt situations arise, and the Spirit is stirred up in us. Right. But if we don't get that time, mm -hmm. you know, during the day, if it's the 10 minutes or the one hour or whatever, we walk around feeling like we're just empty. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I talk to my people at the church a lot, and we're really into this closing the door thing right now. It's just what God is ministering to us. Mm -hmm. And it's just like God has promised, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. God is constantly speaking. But if we're sitting in this booth right now and the radio's blasting and people are talking and all this other stuff, I won't be able to hear you and you're sitting right here in front of me. Ooh. So if my flesh is <laughs> on fire, like, where that bell at? People on my job are driving me crazy or this, that, and the other. If I'm just, like you said, just cluttered and all over the place, oh I'm, my I won't God. hear God because God's not going to scream at us, right? Mm. He's going to sit and he's going to talk in his still, peaceful voice. But if I don't have calm and peace in me, then mm -hmm. I'll never hear his voice. Mm -hmm. And God is steadily ministering to us about our situation. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is this instruction. This is this. And God is constantly talking. But we just got too much going on, and we can't hear what God is saying. Oh, man. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what he gave me, Pastor. Uh, uh, Dr. Johnson said the same thing. She Amen. said we must unclutter waste in our life to get to our destiny. Right. Amen. I love that. Dehydration in the spirit realm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I did, who said that? I didn't see. That oh, yes. Right. She said lack of refilling brings dehydration. Yes. Mm. Totally agree. Yeah. And Pastor Well said 10 minutes in the presence of the Lord is better than 10 hours of sleep. That's powerful. Amen. That's powerful. Let me give him a bell for that one. <laughs> 10 minutes in the Lord. Oh, right. my God. Ooh, see, I done got excited now. <laughs> I done got excited. I got to. I have to slow down. Yes, please. I have to slow down. I speak to this because the Lord, the Lord showed me something in church today. You was talking about as ministers what Pastor West was saying. He said, "When I need to be replenished, mm -hmm. I'll step away." That takes humility in and of itself because mm -hmm, a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of uses mm -hmm. like to act like we supermen. Mm. Like, like, like we just got it for days on tap. And next thing you know, you're ministering out of yourself mm. and, and you're all over in the flesh and you're just doing crazy stuff to people. But what the Lord showed me today was that a lot of us have fused our ministry life and our quiet time with God together. So the mm. only time we're in our word is when we're trying to get a word or we're trying to minister to somebody. Lord, but he said there's a world of difference between your ministry life and when you just sit before me and be my son. Mm. And that's what God was showing us. Mm. And I, I've got to take that time and just sit before the Lord and be his son if I'm going to be effective in ministry at all. If not, then the whole thing just becomes humdrum and a burden and some of everything else. But God said that he was splitting that mm. thing apart mm. because it's, it's important that I just sit. I, I, I cannot tell you how much I have enjoyed the time where I'm not a pastor, mm -hmm. I'm not a general manager, mm -hmm. I'm not a dad, I'm 
got a husband, and I love being all of those things. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I hear you, you. Just sit at the feet of God and just be a son. There's nothing like it. I, <laughs> you hear just you. Sit I don't have no responsibilities. I just get to sit here and let God love me. Wow. I, I tell you what, what I'm realizing, this is what I did not know, is that I don't know how to be busy mm-hmm. and get those 10 minutes mm-hmm. because it's like I'm getting a crash course now. Right. And I realized that some of the things that God is bringing into my life, they're going to take mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It's going to take that time that, right. you know, that I cherish right. so much. <laughs> guard. Yeah, that I go. Right. Okay. So can I just be real? I guard it to the point where I tell folks, I'm talking about people that just want to call and talk. Mm-hmm. Look here, don't call me before 10 o'clock <laughs> in the right. morning. Right. Don't call me. But I have people that will call me anyway, and mm-hmm. I won't answer the phone. Right. I won't answer the phone because if I'm already praying or already in the word. <clears throat> right. Right. I don't want to give that up. Right. And when I talked to him later, it was like, oh, I didn't want nothing. Right, right. So you was going to get pulled out of your prayer closet for no reason. Yeah, but (laughs) sometimes I feel bad about that. But at the same time, I'll look at the phone and I'm I'm expecting the Holy Spirit to minister to me to let me know, do I take this call or not? But if I get that, that it's a check in my spirit, this is, no, don't take that call. But now let me tell you what I do do. I let them know this. Mm Mm-hmm. I let them know it. Now, my daughter, she has a code. She normally, she'll call one time. That's it. But if it's important, right. she's going to keep calling. Right. That means answer the phone. Absolutely. I got it. Absolutely. I got it. You know what we need? You know how uh, you text people now and it takes back and says, I'm driving. We need a, a little uh, automated text that says, I'm with Jesus. <laughs> you know what? I can do that. We can, response. we can put that on our phone. I'm, I'm with Jesus. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. You see what did Pastor Will say? One of the problems in the body of Christ is one of the problems in the body of Christ that cause spiritual dehydration is some only read the word when the pastor say, "Turn with me to the place where the message comes." <laughs> that's, that's the absolute truth. That's why I try to use a lot of scripture when I'm uh, when I'm teaching because that might be the only time that somebody reading their Bible. Oh, <laughs> that's the wow, truth. that's creative. Yeah. That's creative. I tell you what, me, with me feeling like this today, and I went to church, uh, Pastor Edwards was preaching. My uh, God, the brother, the brother brought the gospel. He just right. brought straight right. gospel today. That. He was not even the same pastor. Right. Uh, Edwards, he just brought straight gospel gospel straight straight scriptures right. and it was just like oh you know he got that sense of humor and everything right. Right. he didn't that wasn't really there today right. right you know and yes yeah. lord jesus like and, like and it was mm-hmm. so good because that's what i needed i needed to just sit there while i was there the kids were in the little kid church and mm-hmm. normally i wouldn't do that right. i wouldn't do that because if they're playing in church mm-hmm. in the little kids room i said no I'd rather they sit here with me. And I right. told the pastor's wife, I said, if they're playing, I'd rather have them here. Right. She said, no, they're going to be in the word today. Yeah. I yeah. said, okay. Right. And uh, I just sat there. I just sat there. And I mean, it was straight gospel. Right. And I was loving every right. bit of it. Right. Every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had Dr. Lisa, um, uh, priest today at, at Christ Alone, and she was on the team. She was, she was straight Jesus, and I was just like, oh, it was so good. It, it was just, it was just great. It was a simple, simple, great reminder of who we are in Christ. Amen, yeah. amen. So we 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 know about sowing to the flesh. Mm-hmm. We know that 
you know, we got to get to the place where we feed the spirit, man. And we understand now that if we get 10 solid minutes in with God, and this is something I learned, just this is something I learned over my journey with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a babe in Christ and you hear people say they pray two hours and four hours, you know, you want that. But then God will reveal to you when you can handle it. He'll reveal to you. They may be in my presence for two or four hours, but they're generating most of what they're doing in their own power and their own strength. It's only a about 10 or 15 minutes right. where they done got in the presence, you know, unless right. I have called them there right. and it's me. Right. But a lot of times it's folks just trying to, yeah. you know, getting in yeah. the presence of God, just crying and mm-hmm. boohooing and, you know, asking for stuff and this and that. And most of that mm-hmm. is not wrapped in faith. Mm-hmm. Most of So I, this I have learned. Mm-hmm. I learned that when it comes down to prayer, you got you have to be in faith yeah. otherwise you're just there if you're there and you begging god to do something to help you, you and understand. to you, you, you no right i mean do you don't like you said you don't do that with your parents right Right. You don't do that. You tell them what the problem is Absolutely. and what you need. Right. Let me tell you something. I remember when I was a kid. Now, this going to mess somebody up. I wasn't saved. It is okay. <laughs> okay. So, when I was in school, and I, I think the statute of limitation, I ran out on this. They can't get me for this one. <laughs> you know? But when I was in school, I was selling drugs. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. Some, right. some guy, my sister was dating. I was shy. I was small and, you know, and everything. So, anyway, he got in my ear, had me selling drugs. I was young. But even then, God looked out for me because yeah. when the police came and they took me in to search me, the funny thing, no, it wasn't funny, it was God. Right before that happened, right before that happened, uh, my books that had the drugs in them and everything, I pushed them over mm-hmm. to the side before mm-hmm. anybody came in the room. And I didn't know. So when they told me to come, they told me to get my stuff and come with them. Right. You know, I left. You know right. what I left behind, right? Right, right, the book. I left, right. <laughs> I left the book behind. Right. Oh, my God. What are we talking about? So I can... Mm-hmm. Talk about it to the flesh. Sow it to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just got to calm myself down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyway, you know, when that situation happened, I kid you not, God was looking out. Mm-hmm. For me then, right. you know, my parents got involved. They didn't know mm-hmm. the truth about any of that that happened or whatever. I think I'm, I'm going to have to come back on this one. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to come back on this one. And because I was getting ready to tie it into something. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. I'm going to come back on this one. You guys just hold tight. All right. I'll be back. We're going to go ahead to humble yourself. Absolutely. That's the next one. Right. Humble yourself. Right. I'll come back on the story because I was getting ready to tell that one for a reason, and I'll come back on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. He'll bring it back. Yes, it back yes, 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 right. yes. Go right. ahead. Humble, humble, humble yourself. Now, this, this one I love because I, I've, I've dealt with a lot of people who have a bad idea of humility, uh, and, and their idea of humility is that they think less about themselves, and it's like, oh, I'm just a worm, and I'm worthless, and I can't do this. And I can't do that. But that's not what humility it is at all. It's not thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking, not thinking about you. Right. <laughs> it's just like, it is no longer I who live, but oh, Christ good. that is now living in me. So it's not about me and mine. And that's why, you know, I don't get hung up on this whole Pastor Tyrone thing. Because at the end of the day, I'm just Tyrone. And, and the, only thing that, the only thing that's good in me is still the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen people get so 
caught up in these titles and apostles and bishops and all that stuff. I'm not gonna let anybody put me in any kind of box. I heard you. You're not gonna I, call I me heard. apostle, prophet, nothing. Just call me Tyrone. I'm, I'm okay with that. But humbling yourself is really just realizing that he's God and I'm not. And I can do all things through him, but I'm not going to do anything in my own strength. I Wait, say do. that again. Mm-hmm. Realize it. Say it again. That he's God. He's God. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not. Simple as that. And, and there's there's such a freedom in that. Because now I'm not forced to perform. Form. That just put a totally different <laughs> spin on mm-hmm. humbling yourself. Yeah. Recognizing that he's God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not. Absolutely. Look at look at the scripture. It says, it says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will lift you up, right? He so will lift you up. I don't come with, with the abilities that I do well, because there's some things that I can do well in the natural, and there's some things I stink at in the natural. But when I humble myself under the mighty hand of God, I'm not thinking about either of those things. All I'm doing is showing up as an empty vessel and allowing God to do whatever it is that he wants to do through me. Whatever it is, if he wants me to hug somebody, if he wants me to prophesy with somebody, if he just wants me to preach a word, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to show up and let God use oh whatever God. he wants to use in me. And, and I've seen that. And people have tried to box me in and say that I'm a this and I'm a that and give me all these titles. And I've been places where people are saying like, oh, Tyrone operates in the prophetic and all of this stuff. And I'm like, take that mess off of the, I don't want to see that on the fly, right? Mm, I don't want to mm. see that because I'm just going to do whatever God tells me to do. So if people show up expecting a prophetic word and I don't give them one. They're gonna be upset because you know, you know, you know that, that when you put when you put prophetic on the on the on the on the banister or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. sometimes it draws a certain type of crowd. That me and Pastor Jackie yeah. talked about. And they that. want you to mm-hmm. perform and they want mm-hmm. you to do all of this stuff. And if I get sucked up in that, now I'm performing and I'm just prophesying and doing mm-hmm. some of everything. I'm not gonna do that. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Can let's we talk, talk about, about it? it? Okay, so this is uh, wow. Okay, so there's a call in my life for the prophetic, uh-huh. and I'm very. It's been there for the longest right. but it, but i operate as a steer mm-hmm. okay god will literally let me see things in the spirit realm right. that are mind-blowing right and but it's not something that i can prophesy to you but it's prophetic right, right? right. and so one time i i just felt that unction it was on me and everything and i put i put the uh prophetic slash seer mm-hmm. but every time I looked at it myself I said is this really mm-hmm. what I want to do right and I I, I said no right because I don't want somebody coming to me asking me well do you see anything about my life even if I did I wouldn't tell you <laughs> right even if I did I wouldn't tell you right. and I've trained myself not to do that not to tell folks that right. because when you do it like you said they'll start coming and they'll start expecting and then you feel that that temptation uh-huh. to now operate in right. something whether or not the Holy Spirit is doing it or not absolutely is this what's happening on Facebook? Absolutely. Is Absolutely. It? And you know, and what's crazy is that is that you can't when God reveals something, or you may whisper something to you, you can't say everything that you see. You can't you can't release everything that the Lord says to you. Sometimes it's just for prayer. Sometimes it's just for you to intercede on that person's behalf. Mm-hmm. It's not for you to release everything. But if, if you're in that place where you're out of humility and you're allowing people to pump your head up and all of this other stuff and you come out of the will of God, now you're just saying and, and operating your own gift, then it's not submitted to the whole. You're about to cross over into witchcraft. Ooh, you, you, you're about to Jesus, cross over into Jesus, some Jesus. soothsaying um, um, fortune card readers, psychic stuff. If, if, if we're not remaining submitted to the Holy Spirit, because we know that the spirit realm is absolutely real. And we know that there are people that operate in the dark side of of the of the of the of the spirit realm and they can see and almost as well as the people in the body of Christ can. 
But we've got to be submitted to God so that mm-hmm. we only speak what he says speak. And we only pray what he says pray. That's what it is about humbling yourself because you get this gift or you get this ability or God shows you something or a couple of people praise you or something like that and your head get big mm-hmm. and now you're not submitted to God mm-hmm. anymore. Just like Saul. Saul started off submitted to God and I do whatever. I fight the Lord's battles and they say, no, he got better ideas than I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God said, I want you to go over here and kill all the Amalekites. Mm-hmm. Kill them all. Mm-hmm. Samuel shows up and he says, uh, uh, Saul runs What's out. bleeding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chest poked out. I've done everything that the Lord told me to do. And mm-hmm. Samuel was like, uh, but what's all this bleeding and shit? Like, oh, I had a good idea. And my people were like, we're going to sacrifice this to the Lord. And why is King Agag still alive? Oh, because, you know, I figured he'll be a good bargaining chip. You're like, that ain't, not, that ain't not, didn't tell you to do anything. It may be a good idea, but it is a God idea. Mm. See, but that's what we that's what we get mixed up. Mm. When we come out of a place and I, there's a scripture that just haunts me. It haunts me. And it says that uh, God told Samuel, he said, stop weeping over Saul. He said, he has turned back from following. He was still king. Mm-hmm. He was still anointed for the next. He was still the king for the next several years. Oh my but God! Even That's in his sobering. position as king, mm. he had turned back from following God. And there's a lot of people that operate in the prophetic, at pastor, evangelist, whatever the case may be, and they may still have the title. They may still even be able to do some stuff, make people holler, dance, whatever. But they have turned back from following God. Oh my God! That's tragic. That is, uh, that is yeah. so sobering. Yeah. That's like um, when he said. Amen. Uh, Dr. Johnson said, Lord, Lord. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was just reading what Dr. Johnson said. She said, often people place tags and titles above the presence of God. Amen. 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 That's one thing you and I go ahead, sir. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, I need that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and I have that in common. I, I, I would go by Lori. Mm-hmm. Even when I had a ministry, I would go by Lori, but I couldn't control what the people called me. And even after that, I couldn't control what they call me. Mm-hmm. When I first went on the radio, I started calling myself Lori Love. Mm-hmm. And even though it was a good name, and it's, it is my name, Lori Amore, it, 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 it made me, because I was on secular radio, it mm-hmm. just made me feel like I had to live up to this Lori Love thing. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to be Lori. Right. And then when I started this, uh, ministry here, it was like, okay, Lord, you know, what am I calling myself? I don't call myself anything. I just, right. what, whatever somebody call me, that's what I'm going to answer to. As long as it's uh, spiritual, it's fine with right. me. Right. You know. Just call me brother. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most important thing to Amen. me. Amen. Mm-hmm. That humble yourself has put a now, I tell you what, the way that I was seeing humble yourself compared to what you just said, I know God is speaking to me. And I believe what he's letting me know is having these children, I just need to learn a different way of doing things Absolutely. and acknowledge the fact that I, I'm all I can think about is getting back, getting back to the place mm-hmm. that I was mm-hmm. when really what mm-hmm. I need to do mm-hmm. is find a place within this nice. place that I'm in. And it's been com- <laughs> <laughs> it's been coming because um Every night, I include the children in prayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, not kids' prayer. Right. I'm saying we're going to get on our knees and we're going to pray. Right. And what the kids do, even the little one, every night they choose the order of prayer. Everybody is going to pray. Right. And they get to choose the order Mm -hmm. of who prays first. 
second, third, fourth, you know. Right. And that has literally brought them in right. more to prayer. Absolutely. So now that I'm hearing this, I, I'm seeing that I need to just be more creative through the Holy Spirit and right. how to get that time that yeah. I'm longing right. for. Right. And also bring these children Absolutely. into it in a way where they're enjoying themselves. They love prayer. Right. When we say it's time to pray at night, uh-huh. they jump up. They ready to pray. Right. They grab their pillows. They ready to pray. But all I can think about is getting back to my time. Right. right. But I'm in time. Right. Right. And you're sowing into these people. They're here for a reason because I believe firmly what Romans eight twenty eight says. Everything works together for my deal because I'm called according to his purpose. And even these babies, like you're pouring into them. This is stuff that they'll remember, you know, when they're older and down the road. And I, I'm going to be real too. I got, I got a 14 year old at home. She's mm-hmm. a young lady. And mm-hmm. I don't think I got to say nothing else. <laughs> 14. 14-year-old female. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they can take you down through there. If I had hair, it would probably fall out. But <laughs> I remember, I, I, just, I, I don't do dates like that. Like, I just don't remember them, but I remember this. Uh, on Saturday, June the 15th, I was anxious. I was worked up about something. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to control this situation, control that situation like I really can, right? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do all of this stuff, and I go to the office, and um, and God's just like, okay, you, you, you're doing all of this controlling and figuring and all this stuff, but you haven't invited me in one time and asked me for help with this child. You haven't asked me who she is. You haven't asked me what you want me to know, what I'm trying to do with her life. You haven't asked for any of that stuff. And it woke me up. Like, it just, woo, wow, wait, I can get help from God. And then what God ministered to me, and this is what I want to share with you, is that you don't find peace in the rectifying of your situation. So it's not that you'll find peace when you get back to normal. God is trying to teach us how to have peace in the middle of the storm. All right now. Right now. Right smack dab in the middle of it. Mm. Because it's just like it's just like where's Waldo? Can I can I share a quick testimony? Yes. Okay. So um it's just like Where's Waldo. You know, you, when you watch Where's Waldo, you're looking at a thousand people, you're trying to find this little chubby white dude with, with, with a striped shirt on, right? Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, you might have to have somebody to come and help you look because you need a fresh set of eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this real quick. Um, the, other, the other week. Take your time. You take my time. Okay. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, my doctor, I was there for a routine checkup, and he felt what actually is now a hematoma on my leg, but he thought it was cancer. So he was flipped out. He sent me for an MRI um, immediately. And in the natural, I don't like to be closed in. Like, you put me in a closed-in room, I'm going to flip out. I'm going to tear it up. <laughs> so, so they put me in this MRI machine. They tell me I'm going to be in there for 30 minutes. And and they just teach you know, just I, I got to stay there. I got to lay still. I can't move. My legs are tied together and all of this stuff because they're trying to get the right angle. I'm spazzing. So when they put me in the machine, my flesh does what it does. It reacts, and I'm having all these cloudy thoughts, and my heart's pumping, and I'm anxious, and I'm holding on But then I just I caught a hold of Jesus, and I was like, wait. And Jesus said he will never leave me nor forsake me. So that means that Jesus is right here with me in this in this MRI machine. Now, my flesh is saying, you're going to have a heart attack if you don't get out of here because your heart's beating too fast. And I mm-hmm. said, nope, I refuse that thought. Jesus is here. And then he said, well, you got to move. You got to move. You can't do this and all this anxiety. Nope, I refuse that thought. Jesus is here. So after about five minutes of mm-hmm. just fighting through this mess, right, through uh, through sheer anxiety, I'm, I'm talking about panic attack. I hear you. I hear you. Panic attack level. I calm down and I realize and I find Jesus in the middle of that. I'm laying in an MRI machine where I'm supposed to be freaked out of my mind. And I begin to pray. <laughs> and I begin to say, Jesus, you're so beautiful. And next time I know I'm praying for other people. I'm interceding. And then the dude just says, okay, you got five minutes. And I was like, I feel like I just got in here. But wow. the point of this story is that it's not, I, you know, I was looking for peace when I got out. Okay, when this is over, I'll be happy. I just, I have peace then. I'm just going to be anxious for 30 minutes. But God gave me peace smack dab 
in the middle of landing this MRI. I hear you, Lord. Right? And, mm. and, and the same thing in my life now. He's telling me with this 14-year-old, it's like, age is not her, her deliverer. <laughs> you know, um, 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 what is it? Growing out of the phase, mm-hmm. that's not going to be her deliverer. Me beating her to death ain't going to be her deliverer. <laughs> what is her deliverer is Jesus. What my child needs is the gospel of Jesus Christ to really go in. She's got it. But to go in and really turn some things around. And until that happens, I've got to have peace. Because if not, then I end up in a psych ward somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So God, mm-hmm. since, since God has really revealed that to me, even in the middle of a tantrum or whatever it is, and I love my baby, she's not terrible. She just has a moment, right? But even in the middle of what seems to be something that's insurmountable, I just pause and I say out loud, the Lord is here. And next time I know I'm laughing. The Lord is here. I'm laughing. Emmanuel. He's, absolutely. He's Emmanuel. With me. He's with me. Mm. He never leaves me, nor forsakes me. Mm. That is that is awesome. That is awesome because I could feel that. I'm a visual person, so mm. I could see the MRI room. I could see the whole thing, you know. And that's really weird because the same thing happened to Pastor Jack. And he, mm-hmm. you know, he came back and he said that he was just, he was so overwhelmed mm-hmm. in the, you know, being in yeah. the enclosed space, you know. But I, I, God is teaching me. He's teaching me right now. I'm open to learning and listening because, like I said, I always like to control. I like yeah. to control my time. Yeah. I like to control, you know, if, 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 if something is going on too long, I'm not going to stay. I mean, I just, but here I am and I feel out of control. But yeah, yeah, he's showing me, no, sweetie, you got control in this situation. You just want to get back to things being the way that you want them to be. And I see that. I see that because I have not really taken advantage of the fact that, you know, having these children here is, uh, every day is teachable. Yeah. Every moment is to, even though I am teaching them, mm-hmm. I'm not strategic with it. Right. You know, and so I see that. And now I'm looking as we're talking, I see that they've learned to say grace. Mm hmm. Over their food, they will get down and pray. When we get in the car, the little girl, she always say, don't move yet. Don't move yet. She's saying that because she's putting her seatbelt on. Right. <laughs> but while she's doing that, I'm preparing to pray. Right. And everybody has to pray. So right. I do see that. I do see that. So I'm just going to relax. Amen. Jesus is here. Amen. Jesus is here. Amen. Let's look at some of these uh, comments that's going on. Yes. Pastor Welch and mm-hmm. Dr. Johnson, I see you guys. Go ahead, uh, Pastor. I was I was just reading what Pastor Welch said. Um says when, uh, when Dr. Johnson and I were deployed the world, we had to readjust to how we spent time with God. And Isaiah said, God will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. That is absolutely the truth. We'll pray that today in intercession. And that's why I say God wants all of our attention because as long as I'm gazing, that don't mean that I'm walking around praying in the spirit. I, I get you. Because <laughs> some people will take it there. But when I'm just, when I'm, when I'm cognizant mm-hmm. of the presence of God, because the Holy Spirit is constantly with us, but it's only when we turn around and acknowledge his presence that we can actually get benefit out of it. He's always with us. He never mm-hmm. leaves us. Hey, but man. if we're just ignoring him or drowning out his voice with, you know, self-help, whatever it is that we drown out of the voice with, so into the flesh, then it's not going to benefit us anything. But if I can just get to that place where I keep my mind on him. On him. And you know what? That's one of our, you know that's one yeah. of our scriptures, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> that's one of our scriptures. Isaiah, Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee Absolutely. because mm-hmm. he trusts, he trusts this. And you know, I love yeah. KJ. Yeah. 
he continues to trust Absolutely. in the Absolutely, but look at that scripture. It, when you keep your mind on God, it's not just, okay, I'm going to focus on Jesus. I'm going to focus on Jesus. I'm going to focus on Jesus. I'm ignoring these kids. I'm ignoring this. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm reminding myself who God is. Mm-hmm. I'm reminding myself that the same God that changed my heart can change their heart. Mm-hmm. I'm reminding myself that the same God that, that I serve created oh, the good. universe and mm-hmm. everything. And he doesn't, he's not boxed into this time. You know, I got to meet with God from this time to this time or it's not going to work out. God's like, I can meet you right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can talk to you right now and it's just like i gotta remind myself of who god is i gotta remind myself of how much he loves me i gotta remind myself of romans 8 where it says that nothing can ever separate me from the love of god when i can keep that stuff in me i'm in perfect peace oh my god this listen here guys i'm gonna tell you again today was it not was today is for (laughs) me you know i hate that i could not remember my train of thought but i i'm thinking now that you know it doesn't matter because if I wasn't going in the direction that God wanted me to go in mm-hmm. so that he can sow to me right. today, right. so he can minister to me, it does not even matter. Right. Uh, Pastor Welch is ministering. You're ministering. And I'm, I'm, I'm open. Let me go back here. Pastor Welch, i tell you what. He is. <laughs> right. Let's see here. Living a balanced feel life is important and prioritizing our time with him. Amen. And I tell you what, that was my problem. I, I had everything so organized right. and now I feel like everything is not organized. But after humble hearing that, it's a little bit more organized than yeah. what I realized. Absolutely. It's more organized. I just have to, like Pastor Wells say, you know, maybe during this time I can listen to the word Absolutely. more. Where I may Absolutely. not be able to sit down right. and just get into the word and read right. because I'm hearing grandma, grandma, grandma. Right. I can listen right. to the word and more. He's always speaking. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I Go think ahead. sometimes I think sometimes we miss God looking for the familiar. So because this is, mm, this, is mm, this is the way I we do like things. I feel like I'm getting a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I feel I, like I, I just got I'm, popped. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was talking to myself too. Like, I like my routine and I like this and I like that, but God wants us to learn how to just move in step with Him uh, because we we but there's no such thing when 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 we're with God, mm-hmm. right? We can't use things, people, places, da 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 as our comfort zone. That's why the Holy Spirit is called the comforter because we're going to be in situations that are uncomfortable to our flesh. So we build these tiny kingdoms around us. And this is not a shot at you. I'm talking about Oh, me. it's okay. Yeah. I can I'm take saying, it. Yeah. I, I lo- look here. I love chastisement. Because no. <laughs> when you get chastisement from the Lord, right. that's a good thing because you know yeah. that you're his. Yeah. No chastisement. Yeah. I'll be wondering, that's okay, true. Lord, what's going on? <laughs> I say that same thing. It's in Proverbs where it says, you know, you are to discipline a son while there is still hope for him. So if he's talking to, if, he, if he's getting on to me, that means there's still hope for me. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> but I, I like, I, you can ask my wife, bless her heart. Baby, if you're listening, you can say amen to this. But God knows that I like my house a certain kind of way. I like vacuum color streets and blah, 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 blah. And I'm, I'm just not going to have that when I got a house full of folks now. And so I'll get so razzled and frazzled and I can't concentrate and I can't do this and I can't have my routine. And God's like, okay, is this your God? Or am I your God? Can you oh walk my in step God. with me? Can you look oh, the, the scripture that we love? Wow. Can you live and move and have your being in me? Not in your routine. Can you have it in me? Ooh. And oftentimes I have missed God looking for something familiar. Mm-hmm. But when I'm when I'm walking in the Holy Spirit, right? Not just it, it says don't walk in flesh, but walk in the spirit. It means so much more than just don't see and walk with God. It means that when I'm actually walking in the Holy Spirit, I can be in somewhere that is completely foreign to me. 
but he is my comfort. I'm covered by this comforter and I can be comfortable wherever I go. And it doesn't make a difference because he is my comforter, not my situation, not my routine, not not my familiarity, not the people saying amen when I preach. None of that stuff is my comfort. He is. Mm. He is. Oh, my God. That was Mm. just so, so, so good. (laughs) It just made me think about how, what you just, okay, so the house is constantly messed up. Mm -hmm. It's constant food. (laughs) Uh, You know, they came with the the habits that they have. And Mm -hmm. so food and and so much washing clothes Mm -hmm. and so much trash and everything. And, you know, I'm just like, oh, God, I won't order. I won't order. I won't order. And it's like, just relax. Absolutely. Just relax. Right. You train these kids. They, you know, they they used to eating wherever they want to eat and right. stuff like that. So, oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> Let me tell you. Before we take, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay. Uh, Pastor Wells says meditation on the Word of God will keep us in His presence even when we're busy. Absolutely. Amen, Pastor Absolutely. Wells. Thank you for that one. Mm-hmm. The Word was very encouraging and causes us to reevaluate our priorities. True. Well, that is exactly what I'm doing. I'm learning that my God is not the God of of order, the order God. Mm-hmm. And I'm not maybe not saying that right, but I, I, because I, I love you know. order so yes. much and I want order so much. Like you said, that's not my God. Right. So I need not to treat having everything in order. Kids bring life. Yeah. They they do bring life. Absolutely. You know, we get so we got the trash bags. Right. It's just like David. You just remind I know we're going to break, but you just reminded me of King David when David was ripped away from everything that he loved. He he loved Israel. Um, worship was central to Israel. He loved being in his father's house in the whole nine yards. But him being anointed king drove him out into the wilderness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we get Psalm 63. Oh, God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. That's him longing for comfort and the, the, the comfort of his father's house in Israel. Brother. But he brought God right there with him in that cave. He brought, and that's why you see David is a straight worshiper, and he's just worshiping God, and he's pouring out his heart because he brought God there right there with him. Oh my God! <laughs> I needed redirection. <laughs> that's that. I, I, that's what it is. I needed to be redirected. A better, yeah. I needed a different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's what I needed. Right. A different perspective of how to see this situation I'm in. Because right. you know the kids would have been going home, but they're gonna be here another week, and I love having them here. Yeah. I'm teaching this uh, the three year old how to speak Monday, which is the Sarah Leone language, and she has picked it up, so I can literally practice and dialogue with her, and she knows how to answer me, so there's a lot of wonderful things going on, but I just find myself flipping out on, you know, having to wash dishes (laughs) so much, and having to sweep and mop so much, and, but you know what, I'm going to lay that down, I'm going to, because that's, like you said, that's not my God, I need to be able to move with him as he moves, regardless of what's going on in my life, so amen, Uh, Pastor, I keep Pastor Johnson. Uh, Dr. Johnson, and and it happens with everybody, not just me. So, because it's like, (laughs) but. Uh, Dr. Johnson says, thank you, Pastor Laura and pa- Pastor Baskin. Bless you and your ministries. Thank Amen. You so thank you so much. Pastor Well says, looking for the familiar is what we prayed about in intercessory prayer Saturday. Amen. I mean, I love to find out that we are all on one accord, on one sheet of music. Amen. And I, this is what I know, you know. Whatever you're going through, you better know there's somebody else right. going through that same thing. Absolutely. And you cannot have any shame in your game being able to, you know, just put yourself out there. I remember yeah. when I was preaching at your church, mm-hmm. I had talked about how 
difficult it is for me to even want to watch little kids. Mm -hmm. I had told my daughter, I said, when you guys have children, I'll get them at six and above. Yeah. You know, and I guess God said, who do you think you are? This <laughs> right. girl needs some help with these children right. and you're going to help her. Right. right. And so you're the lady in your church. She said, thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. She said, because I struggle sometimes having a little kid. Yeah. You know, it takes an anointing yeah. to deal with little children yeah. and teenagers. But I love the teenagers. Right, right. But let's go ahead. I'm going to take a little break. I thank God for this show today. Amen, me too. This broadcast is so plain and so simple and so real life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it. That's right. what I love about God sending you here. He sent you. <laughs> that phone call, he sent you. <laughs> All right, let's listen to a little music, and then we will be back. I'm here with Pastor Tyrone D. Baskin, hello, and hello. we will be back.
Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads. Yeah, uh, Pastor, <laughs> Pastor uh, Tyrone and I have got up in here and just talking. And it's like, <laughs> okay, guys, we are back. Thank you for keeping it locked. And for mm-hmm. those of you that may have just tuned in, we are talking to the Lord today. Lord, I just need to be filled again. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, the catalyst for this show was where I was prior to this show because now I feel like my, no, I don't feel like mm-hmm. I know. I'm mm-hmm. sorry that my mind has been renewed. Mm-hmm. I have a different perspective on how to go about spending time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I have a different perspective on you know these children are here and they do love their grandma and I love them and I've been really good to them, but. I probably should spend more time sewing into them uh, spiritually. Mm-hmm. I need to spend more time. We got the prayer thing down, but I haven't really been. I teach them the word, but just a little bit. Maybe I can up that song okay. and get them to a place where maybe they can inquire and ask questions right. about things and let God move in that situation. So I'm just saying, I feel like my mind has been renewed. So can I read Romans 12, 1 Please. through 2? Please. So when I do this, guys, because once I do this, I'm going to let this brother loose. <laughs> <laughs> Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Mm-hmm. And verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye 
but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. 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 <laughs> it's funny that you're talking about uh, that scripture in Romans 12 too. Um, just the other other day I was thinking about what was he actually exhorting the people in Rome to do mm-hmm. in Romans 12 too. When he says, be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. Somebody would say, well, okay, how do you be renewed? Now, of course, in our context, we would say, get into the word of God and pray in the whole nine yards. But if we're speaking in that cultural mm-hmm. context, mm-hmm. there was no New Testament scriptures for them to meditate on. Paul exactly. was it right then. And then some of the Roman believers, some of them, of course, would be familiar, but some of the Roman believers would not have been um, uh, too familiar with the Tanakh of the Old Testament either. So what was it when they didn't even have the word of God? What was it that was so potent that it would change them to the place where they could stand before a lion and say, you can feed me to this line. I'm not going to change my beliefs about Jesus. I will not. That Two little words could have set them free. Kaiser Curio. That means that, that Caesar is Lord. That's all they had to say. Mm-hmm. And they could have went free. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so what changed them? What renewed their minds so much to where they could actually do the ultimate and die for Christ? And it was that one-on-one time with God. It was just really sitting and spending time with God. It was spending time in prayer. It was spending time in fellowship with the brethren. We can't leave that out. Mm-hmm. We cannot leave that out. Mm-hmm. It's spending mm-hmm. time in prayer with God. It's spending time meditating on the on the word of God, the will of God, allowing the comforter, right? I say this a lot. Now, they didn't have the word of God back in those days the same way that we have it now. But the, the Holy Spirit is to us everything that Jesus was to the disciples. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying it again. The Holy Spirit is to us everything that Jesus was to the disciples. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. taught the disciples. They had a question. They ran to Jesus and said, hey, what, what about this? And what about that? Mm-hmm. And Jesus mm-hmm. corrected them. You want us to call down fire, Jesus? And he would say, um, uh, no, you don't know what kind of spirit you're in, right? The Holy Spirit does the same thing. Sons of thunder. Yeah, if we're, <laughs> right. Finna burn somebody. <laughs> I love the book of Acts, too, because they had to go back yes. and minister in that same place. <laughs> so it's just like he is. And so people would sit. And they would hear Paul speak and they would submit to the Holy Spirit and they would fellowship with one another. And they would get together and pray and they would be so transformed on the inside. They would renew the way they think. They would walk in love where there was once vengeance and anger mm, and they mm, would walk mm. in monogamy and things like that rather than uh, being polygamous and having all these extra relationships because God was changing them. There was no rules in front of them. Don't do this. Don't do this. Exactly. Do this. And that's how we read the New Testament as spirit-filled believers. We read it as a bunch of rules, but that's not what it is. When you have the spirit of God living on the inside of you and once you're submitting to him, then he changes your very desires. I can say that from Philippians 2.13. Go ahead. Philippians 2.12 and 13, I believe it is, where it says that it is now God that is working in you, right? <laughs> to first give you new desires. And so he's going to change your very desires. If you had the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, he's not going to just make you fall around and, and shake and speak in tongues. And all those things are good. I'm not knocking those. But he's also going to change your life to where you have new desires and you have new new things that you want to do and the things that you once hate, now you love. And the one thing you once love, now you, now you hate those things. And then he gives you the power to walk. It It gives you the new desires and then it gives you the power. But being renewed is really just sitting at the feet of God and listening to him. Now, we have an advantage in the word of God that they didn't have. That they did not have. We have an advantage in that. But the word minus the spirit is dead. Mm. It absolutely is. It says that the letter killeth, but the spirit is what brings life. So you can't separate the two. But now that we have the dynamic duo, the word and the spirit, Mm. then we can sit and allow God to minister the word of God to us. And then he just begins to change us. 
from the inside out. That's See, right. That's a lot right. of us, when we, we put these legalistic restraints on each other, like, okay, you're a Christian, you can't do this, this, and this anymore. But the truth is that lasting change happens from the inside out. That's right. That's it right. From the inside out. That reminds me of, you know, when I was not saved, of course, I was a cusser. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you took pride in that stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I was good I, at I, it. I, yeah. I can string something together. <laughs> and I never forget, once I became born again, uh, I would just sit at the table and I would just read the word. I didn't understand nothing right. that I was reading. I would just sit there and read and read and read and read and read. Right. And it felt good. Let me put it like that. Mm -hmm. It felt good, but right. I didn't understand any right. of it. Right. And I would just do it. And then one day I was in the kitchen and we were in Germany and it had these um, um, dishwashers and they were kind of heavy, the door of it. Mm -hmm. And I slammed the door mm -hmm. and I hit my thumb mm -hmm. and I yelled out, Jesus, Jesus. I stopped midair. And I was like, <laughs> What? Right, right. That was supposed to be nope. a string of cuss Yes, <laughs> nothing came out except Jesus. That's right. that's how I knew I didn't cuss anymore. Right, right. I, you know you have been changed from the inside yes, out. Yes, from right. the inside out. Right. And that's when I learned that whether you understand the word or not, right. just stay there yeah. in it. Yeah. And as you stay there in it, when it when you need it, it'll come up in you right. and you'll be like, Oh my God, right. I didn't even know that was there. Absolutely. You know. And that's what I've done my whole life. Right. Just sit in the word to the point where just life don't matter to you right. as in, you know, you want to be this or be that or have this or have that. Right. That's not what matters. What right. matters is the presence of God. That's, that's what matters. That's and that's what I was feeling like I was missing out on, mm -hmm. the presence of God. Right. And I know as crazy as that sound, and mm -hmm. that may be verging over into a little bit of legalism, mm -hmm. you know, but just feeling like I'm missing out on that time of just sitting in the presence of God. But you know what? There is a time for mm -hmm. everything. Absolutely. There's a time for everything. Right. And this time right here is not for that because I'm still in the presence of God. Absolutely. My mind, and I thank God for this, my mind, I don't just look at or think. I don't sit up and think about other stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't just sit up and think about stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm so aware of what's on my mind, right. you know, and I thank God for that. So I'm going to go back in time. I came out of a church called Center of Faith. Mm -hmm. And at the time, Pastor Welch was, he was the second pastor mm -hmm. uh, in that particular church. That, that He's the second pastor that I know of in that church because that's when I was there. But they taught us the most important things in your in your life is your relationship with God, the, the Spirit of God. And so the examples that I saw before me were people that they took they, they took joy in operating in the spirit of mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And then they would let you know how they got there. They yep. spent time in the word of God. Right. They spent time in prayer. So that was my foundation. Yep. That was my sole foundation. Right. The whole 20 something years I've been saved. Yep. So I guess part of me, you know, I don't want anything to interfere with that time, but yep. that's not realistic. Right. 
It's not it's not realistic. I would rather, like I said, I don't I don't make friends. Mm -hmm. I, I make brothers and sisters in the Lord. Right. But I don't make friends easily because I don't want to give up that time. Right. Is that crazy? Well that, I mean I don't want to give you, up that it shows time. That you value that time. It shows that you value your relationship with God. And it is crucial. It is important because if not, then we're depleted, we're dehydrated, which is out here. Can't remember stuff. Right. Oh. Can't remember stuff. We running <laughs> we running in our own strength. And and anything that is of the flesh has an expiration date. You're gonna give out. You're gonna fall out. Wow. You're gonna oh, do, I love you're gonna do something you you're gonna you're gonna come to pieces. This again I was I was ministering to that young lady this morning and I was like, if you buy a brand new car, it can be the most expensive, brand new, fancy smancy, and you just run that thing wide open for months and mm. never turn it off and never let it rest. It's gonna die. Mm. So what do you think is gonna happen to these regular fleshly bodies? You better say that. If we just we ain't even sleeping like like we were talking about earlier today, where we we sleep for ten hours but we wake up and we still tired because this never turns off. Our spirit never. We sitting here meditating on the wrong things, even as we sleep. We having nightmares and dreams mm, and all this mm, turmoil mm, going on on the insides, and we're never running. Mm. So we never turn off. We never get into a place with God, and we wonder why our bodies are falling apart. Why am mm. I stressed? Why is my stomach messed up? Why is my shoulders all tight? Why am I having chest pains and panic attacks? And all? Because you're not turning off. Because oh you're not taking God. care of that relationship oh with God. Oh my God! See, this is the kind of stuff people mm -hmm. need to hear. Absolutely. They need to hear Absolutely. what this is why. What's going on? This is why. This is why Pastor Wilk said that he was preaching Romans 12, 1 to 3, and John 10 and 10 right. is where he was ministering from. Amen. Right. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. In his last comment, he said, when your time is done on earth, you can spend as much time with God as you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, <brother. laughs> I just roll my eyes at you, Pastor. Will. I just roll my eyes because I hear something in there. Right. No, I'm just right. I, I I'm loving every bit of it. I'm loving every bit of it because God let me know um, after I had talked to you on the phone, or I don't know if we talked on the phone or not, but we communicated. Mm -hmm. um, he let me know basically that you were coming for this here mm -hmm. today, and I know I've never been the kind of person that had so much going on in life that I didn't have time for God. But I'm going to tell you something. There have been times I've woke up in the morning mm -hmm. and the first thing I heard was, Grandma, you know, I got to do this or do that. And Grandma, I'm hungry. And I will start to feed and do all of this stuff. And I will go on. And then all of a sudden it's like, God, half the day gone. Mm -hmm. I have not prayed anything. Right. Why? Because the whole time... You know, I've been focused on this, but even though I'm saying that, the whole time I'm aware of God. Absolutely. The whole time Absolutely. I'm aware of God. Not in a fearful, scared kind of right. way, but in a way where I know his presence yeah, is absolutely. there. You yeah, know, I, I, I need to appreciate that more. Mm -hmm. I need to appreciate that more. I prefer to be able to be quiet and hear nothing and just sit there in the presence. But I was still very much aware of his presence the yeah. entire right. time. Right. Right. You know? Right. And so having a message like this, it helps people yeah. that are busier than they want to be. Right. Oh, we'll go to you. Okay, so when you go into work, you can't control what's going to happen for that day. Not and you got 40 people. Right. So you got to deal with who calls out, right. who don't show up, who gets hurt, right. uh, moving the furniture right. or somebody right in the middle of a truck flat. or right. You can't control all of that, right. you know. So this message here helps people 
in the midst right. of real life happening. Absolutely. And, and, and the thing about even that is that if I don't if I don't acknowledge God in that moment, when 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 all Hades is breaking loose at the job, mm-hmm. truck flat, truck won't crank, this guy called out, this guy's upset about this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And if I don't stop and feel and be like, you you still here, right? <laughs> 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 if, 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 I don't, if I don't acknowledge God in that moment, then I get over into my flesh and then I make things worse because now I'm frustrated and I'm snapping at people and I'm upset about this and I'm saying stuff that I got to now go back and apologize for. And I can't mm, think. Mm, I can't mm. think. My head is cloudy and I'm doing all of this stuff and I can even take it to parenting, you know, where I'm talking to my baby girl or anybody else. And it's just like, if I don't stop and say, okay, God, you're still with me. And if I don't still walk in that love, then it's very easy for me to just snap and just cuss See, at See, that's what I don't want to do. That stuff and then just say, well, I'm only human and, you know, they better get it because they disrespectful. Mm. But it's never an excuse for me to cuss at my child. Mm. Never, mm. Sorry if I'm stepping on anybody's toes. Mm. But there's never an excuse for me to cuss at my I child. I feel good. It ain't me that's cussing. never an excuse for me to beat my child out of anger. Mm-hmm. There's never an excuse for me to do anything. That's just out of control flesh. Mm-hmm. But once I can get my flesh reined in mm-hmm. and I can mm-hmm. see my way through the situation and mm-hmm. God can show you how to solve the problem mm-hmm. rather than just give yourself to the problem and be frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, and, and with me, I, I guess with me, I, my frustration would be in my mind, like, oh, they could have, yeah. you know, taught them better, or yeah. you know, and 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 even that is that's not good, right? That's not good because that's just me being frustrated in myself. But then also another thing, that's me thinking that I'm better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's me that's thinking that I'm that's better. That's pride. Oh, I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm getting the revelation now. Yeah. That's if if I'm thinking like that, mm-hmm. then that means I think that I'm better. Yep. And I know that I'm not because I raised I raised my kids to know these are my faults and flaws. Yep. I'm not gonna let you use them to fail in life. Right. Right. But I'm going to confess and admit stuff to you and apologize to you because I don't want you to fail. I don't want you to use anything that I did wrong, you know, or hurt you or cause you any kind of issues. I don't want you to use that to fail in life. So I'm going to fess up, confess, this is what I did. But now that I done put it out there, you cannot use this. Absolutely. You cannot use it. So, you know, that's how I raised them. And I know I I never thought Mm -hmm. that I was better right. you know but now you know being a grandma i just want everything to just be my way yeah but it's not yeah so that means god is using something in this to teach me absolutely he's and, using and something to teach me so many more steps ahead of us so he's teaching you and he's teaching the babies and he's mm-hmm. teaching and this is what i'm learning about my situation at home too he's teaching you how to you know be a, a dad and how to be a husband and he's teaching jamie this and he's teaching you know maya this and he's teaching Fabian this and he's teaching uh people around me Everything. It's just like God works in so many different. We won't even get to see it all until we get the glory. Like, we're, we're, <laughs> then it won't even matter, really. I, I just want to sit next to Jesus and let Jesus show me how He stringed everything together. You remember when you talked to this brother on the corner and you just told him to have a blessed day? Well, that watered this seed, and then he came and did this. I just want to see how He put it all together. But again, that's part of being humble because it's just like I know I'm just a piece on the chessboard, so I'm not pressuring myself to do everything. I know God is pulling the string. Mm. I know God is orchestrating everything. He's He's the one doing it. Mm. So, Pastor, mm. I have we have been talking, and uh, I, I knew this show was for me. This is a blessing, but I also have a T-shirt that I wanted to give away today. Okay. So let me talk about this T-shirt. This that if you are the kind of person that like to wear stuff that'll get people's attention mm-hmm. and and it'll open up a door for. <laughs> 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. So Pastor uh, Tyrone has on a, a beautiful t-shirt and it says armor of God with these big swords and shield mm -hmm. and Ephesians 6 and 11. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I give one of those away too. Wait, did you design that? I did not. You did not? This was a Birthday present? Oh, Christmas. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I have a T-shirt I want to give away. Before I do that, Pastor Will says, "Imagine being in a in a combat zone. All you have is your spirit, soul, and body. You have to use what you know." Like Pastor Baskin said, mm -hmm. "The word you heard and the prayer life you develop." Amen. 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 That is so awesome. You guys are being such. A blessing. All right, so I have a t-shirt for those of you that are listening. Now, to the silent listeners, those of you that do not say anything, this is what I want you to do. Okay, I'm talking about this t-shirt, and if you like t-shirts, here's the deal. If you inbox me, I want to make it fair for everybody. To those of you that are listening silently or you're going to listen later, you inbox me. On Facebook, Lori, capital A, dot, love, okay? You inbox me and say, S-I-T, happens, sit, happens. I'm going to get you a t-shirt. Now, I have a medium right here in my hand right now. Mm -hmm. But if you, the first person that inbox me, if you need bigger or smaller, I'm going to make it happen because I know the people. I know some people. <laughs> So here's what we have. We we have a t-shirt that says, sit happens. Mm -hmm. Now, this is one of the words where you have to be really, really yeah, careful. Yeah, but okay. it's funny right. because once you hear Pastor Welsh talk about it, you'll catch yourself saying, well, you know what? Sit happens. Right. But what he's saying is suggestions, ideals, and thoughts that come from the devil and demons. And then he goes on in 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober, mm -hmm. be vigilant, mm -hmm. because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may mm -hmm. de de devour. And you know what? That's our life. Uh, that's why I told you earlier, uh, Pastor Tyrone, that I'm very much aware that's what's, what's on my mind. Right. So if a suggestion come in my mind and I filter that through the word and mm -hmm. I know this ain't God, mm -hmm. that, that's not even lifestyle. Right. Or if an idea comes to me to do something, you know, and it's like some ideas come to you are good ideas, right. but they're not God. You're not, God didn't lead you to, you know, he's not leading you to do that. Mm -hmm. So you have to filter that through prayer. Right. God, is this something you want me to right. do? Because the enemy can give you ideas that may be good ideas, but they'll get you tied up and Absolutely. tangled up in, in time wasting yep. and then yep. people yep. with people that you don't want to be, Absolutely. um, Dealing with and then thoughts. Right. I, I don't want to sit around. I don't want to. If you did something to me, mm -hmm. I don't want to sit around meditating on right. you. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to meditate on the situation because I love having joy. Right. I love right. having joy. I love feeling free. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. I feel like Christ paid for that. Right. He gave me that, and I want that. Yeah. I want to live that. I right. want to have that, right. which is why my time with him is so important because it helps me to snap back quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that I, all that time with the Lord is not wasted. Mm -hmm. It helps me to live in a way where when things happen, mm -hmm. 
I snap back yeah. quickly. Right. Even if I have a response to you doing something, right. I just don't stay there Absolutely. because I don't like that feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you know, we're still human, so we can feel it. But it's, it's we got to come out of it quickly. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's that's me. So I think this is a great T-shirt. I think right. it's a, a thought-provoking T-shirt, right. and it's a T-shirt that definitely will get that attention and right. open up a door because somebody going to be wanting to know that you drop off a letter? Right. Did you right. forget right. a letter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So I have this t-shirt that I want to uh, bless someone with. And like I said, I have a medium right now. But if you need bigger or smaller, I know some folks. We can make it happen. We can get it sent to you where, regardless of where you are. If you are in, Col- in the Columbus area, mm-hmm. we'll get it to you quickly. No problem. Amen. So all you need to do is just inbox me and say S-I-T happens. Sit happens. That's all you got to do. All right. And I will respond to you and we'll take care of getting this T-shirt. All right. Uh, people love T-shirts. Right. They love T-shirts. That's they love. <laughs> That's all you wear. Right. <laughs> I need to bless you with one. Absolutely. I wear it. You wear it. We're going to have to get Pastor Tyrone a T-shirt. Amen. So, uh, Pastor Tyrone, let me mm-hmm. see your Tyrone. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. So, uh, we talked about your mind need, needed to be renewed. Let's talk about being filled with the Spirit. Ooh, so good. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Being filled with the Spirit. Right. Okay. Right. So let me read. I'm just going to read a little bit of um, Ephesians 5. I'll start with verse 17 where he talks about um, not being unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Mm-hmm. He said to be not drunk with wine, mm-hmm. wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And this is how. Right. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Amen. Amen. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Pull People up. talking to you. No, I'm trying to pull out my Bible. I want, I want to read too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. Okay, okay, go so, ahead. So I love, I love that, I love that scripture. Um, in, in, in Ephesians five eighteen, where it says, "Do not be drunk with wine, where is an excess, but be ye filled with the Holy Spirit." And, and and I used to talk to people a lot about that because they used to ask me, "Why don't you drink?" Because I don't need it. I'm already in the place that you're trying to get to with your wine. I'm already. Hey. Ready. I'm already <laughs> I love that. I've already got joy. I've already got that. Now I'm not trying to condemn people that might have a glass of wine. That's between you and Jesus. But uh, but this is it's really a different thing. And in Philippians, we were talking about this the other day. In Philippians, it says, uh, "Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatever things are honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there be any excellence." And if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Mm. Right? Mm. So that's the same thing he's saying in Ephesians. He's telling us that we got to be singing songs in our heart to God and be filled. Stir up is what is what Paul told Timothy. He said, stir up 
that gift that is in you, that Holy Spirit. Because again, He is everything to us. That the Holy Watch this. Stir up. This, this is how important. <laughs> this is how important it is for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus told some disciples. Let me put this in perspective. <laughs> These guys had followed Jesus three years. They had left everything to follow Him, and now He comes and says, "I'm going away." What do you mean you're going away? Like, you've been my entire life. I've left everything to be with you. And he says, whoa, 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 calm down. I understand why you're anxious. I understand that you're flipping out because I've been your teacher, your guide, your mm. comforter. When people wanted to throw rocks at us, I would, I kept you safe, everything. I understand that. But I'm telling you that it is for your benefit that I go away. Yes, Because Lord. I'm going to mm. send you, I love this. He says, another comforter, mm. another comforter. Someone that said, I'm going to take my place. And it's going to be better for you because I'm limited in my physical body with Jesus, right? But he says that he's going to be with you and in you. Mm. So it's so important to be filled I love that spirit. scripture. Yeah. It's with so us and in us. With us and <laughs> in us. And it's so important to be filled <laughs> With this spirit, because now it's not just outward shows of religiosity. Yes, yes, yes. Now I'm being slowly transformed from the inside out. So now I'm not white knuckling it, trying to, oh, I gotta be a Christian, or I'm trying to strive my way into the kingdom of God. Mm. No, the kingdom of God is coming to live in me, mm. <laughs> and I'm being changed and transformed. And I gotta communicate, right? I love. I was I was sitting in church today, and we were worshiping. I began to see like a little, um, what do you, uh, a ground spurt, like water was just beginning to come from this ground and this vision I was seeing. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm, was just like mm-hmm. a little ground swell and it was beginning to fill up the place. And that's mm-hmm. what it says in John. It says that this water that is that I'll give you will become a, a spring of water bubbling up to eternal yes, life. Yes, so that's yes. what it is when we get the Holy Spirit and we stir it up and we begin to realize that he's in us and that he's with us and that he's teaching us and that he's doing all of these things. It's just a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we stay filled up. Right? That's right. Remember that, when, that was yeah, my concern. Yeah. In Acts, in Acts chapter 2, it says that they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke in tongues and people heard them glorify God. 3,000 people got saved. But right over again in Acts chapter 4, it says that they were persecuted and they got beat for the name of Jesus, but they prayed and they were filled again. Yes, yes, <laughs> and yes, again, that's, yes. the, that's the place that we've got to stay in. And we make it, you know, oh my goodness, we abuse him so much. We treat the Holy Spirit so terrible. But he is a lifeline. Yes. And if I was yes, the enemy, yes, the that's first thing, Jesus. That's absolutely. Jesus here with absolutely. us. Absolutely. And if I was the enemy, the first thing that I would do would be attack the Holy Spirit so the Christians wouldn't want him. Or that so that we would water him down. Or that so that we would make him something that he's not. Mm-hmm. That's the first mm-hmm. thing I do. Mm-hmm. If I want you to be a weak, mealy mouth, miserable Christian, then I would oh get you God. away. From the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. because He is going to be the one that rocks your world, so to speak. He's the one that changes everything. And and yeah. and one of the an example of what you're talking about is in churches where people are mm-hmm. uh, just doing all kinds of things, mm-hmm. falling out, spinning, yeah. just doing. All, and so that makes people say, "Oh no." Mm-mm. I don't want that. I don't want that. Nope. I don't want the Holy Ghost because I don't want nobody doing that to me. Right. 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 And the majority of that that people are seeing, that's not him. It's emotionalism. It's emotionalism. It's emotionalism. Right. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people are turned off. Yeah. And like you said, if I want to uh, uh, people get them to a place where they do not want the Holy Spirit, I will... Yeah. Create these kinds of things. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's unfortunate. That's yeah. I've heard people say that. No, no, I don't want to speak in tongues. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want no, that. I don't want, mm-hmm. that. I don't yeah, want to be I, standing up in church saying mm-hmm. stuff and everybody yeah. quiet and 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 they don't realize they don't they can't tell the difference between when mm-hmm. it's a move of God right. and when it's not because of the abuses. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's what most people have problems with is the abuses. 
So when people come and say they got problems with this, that, and the other, I'm like, shoot, I got the same problem. <laughs> like, I don't like it either. But, I, you know, I'm not against these things. I've been in services where it's been completely spirit-led and it's a little bit unorthodox, so to speak. So it's not just drive by the book and the whole nine yards. But I, I shouldn't have a spiritual good time at the expense of a baby in Christ. Exactly. So if, if, if I'm having a spiritual good time and I'm caught up in the spirit and doing all kinds of things with just me and the Lord, and somebody is confused or hurt or turned off by it, then I'm out of order. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm. I'm out of order. And the mm. truth be told, most of us speak in tongues and do that type of stuff more in church than we do in our own prayer closet. And that is completely backwards. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, Pastor Jack, when we got married, now I didn't, I've never spoken tongues just outward and in the church service and uh, anything like that. God never led me to do it mm-hmm. where an interpretation would come behind. Mm-hmm. But when I know when we got married, he, he would he would sit and talk about that. He said, you know, I would go visit a church and he said, and all of this tongue talking would be going on as if people were like competing with one yep. another and yep. doing all of that. And he said, I would just be sitting there thinking, my God, this is all of this is out of order. Yeah. Every yeah. bit of it. And he right. said, and then, you know, when somebody would get up and, and speak in tongues and it's supposed to be an interpretation coming behind it, mm-hmm. the person that spoke in tongues will give the interpretation, mm-hmm. then speak again, mm-hmm. and then give the interpretation, speak again and give the interpretation. Nobody else. And I was like, you know, I've seen things like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess probably because of where I was in the Lord, mm-hmm. I just didn't deal with it. But from a babe perspective, right. either they're going to believe that's right and yeah. that's what should be going on, mm-hmm. or they're going to be completely turned off. No, and that's what Paul said. Paul said in First Corinthians 14, when he was dealing with this topic, he said, if one walks in and occupies the place of the uninformed, meaning they don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. and everybody's speaking in tongues, he's going, hey, isn't that person going to say, all oh, y'all crazy? Mm-hmm. And going to mm-hmm. leave, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it says if everybody prophesies, right? If everybody speaks as led by the Holy Spirit, then he's cut to the heart and convinced that God is amongst us. So Paul doesn't say don't speak in tongues, right? He just says let everything be done decently. Decently in order. order. So mm-hmm. even, even I use our church for an example. Like we speak, we pray in the Spirit, and we're free during intercession before the church opens. Mm-hmm. Everybody in there is informed. Everybody in there because it says that he who prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself. And that's what we're trying to do in that moment. In that moment, we're trying to connect with God. We're trying to edify ourselves and we're trying to build ourselves up so we can go forth and minister. But you won't hear me on the microphone doing that during church service. I hear you. I hear you. You you won't hear me trying to show, look how deep I am and doing that stuff. And matter of fact, I I slipped up and did it one time at a house of prayer on the microphone. And I came home complaining. I was like, babe, I slipped up and did that on the microphone. And I was mad at myself because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to disturb anybody. I don't want anybody to be like, I don't don't want that because I'm out of order if I do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I believe in, in the gifts. I believe in all that stuff, but I still believe exactly what Paul says that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Mm-hmm. That you can control you can control yourself. Control yourself. You well, yourself. I'm going to tell you, I had a different kind of experience. This mm-hmm. was on New Year's, and it was in Germany, I think. I was a babe in Christ, and mm-hmm. we went to, um, I, I can't even remember what the place was, but it was a lot of churches there. And this lady was on the mic, and she started speaking in tongues. Now, I was a babe. I had never heard anybody speak in tongues. I spent the rest of the service wanting to hear it again. Do it again. Do it again. I loved it. I had never heard anything like it. Right. And it was so beautiful. I spent the rest of the service. I I can't tell you nothing else except for me sitting there. Yeah. Looking at that lady and mm-hmm. listening to her, and I mean, I, 
I can't remember anything else about right. that service. So for me, it was that kind of experience. No doubt it was the Lord, you know, yeah. and it was beautiful. Yeah. And I wanted to hear her do it again. Of course, she did not do right. it again. So yeah. I was like, you know, what was that? Yeah, but that's when God is in control of it because yeah. you, even though you were uninformed, would be drawn by it yes. rather than pulled away. So when we're led by the Spirit, I heard a testimony of a young lady that was, uh, you know, recently filled with the Spirit and she was praying with a friend of hers. And she said she actually didn't want to pray in tongues because one, she had been kind of like, okay, I'm not supposed to do that in front of people that don't know. Mm-hmm. And two, I don't want to think I'm weird. <laughs> so she started praying in English and she just felt this welling up from herself. Mm-hmm. And she started praying in the spirit. And then she was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. What just happened? But she opened her eyes and the girl that she was praying for was weeping because wow. she heard it in English. Wow. So when God is in the driver's yes. seat, when God is in the driver's seat, when we're sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and he can take it and use it, and do whatever he wants to do with it. Yes, but when we're yes. just out here showing and look, I can speak in tongues and da da da, all this other stuff. And that well, you know, we've right. talked before. I I've told you my struggles with, yeah. with church and some of the stuff that goes on. I just that's just not good. But yeah. you know, I've been around long enough to know that some of it is. It's not even necessarily people doing stuff that they are aware of because mm-hmm. a lot of times they actually think it's God. Right. You know, some of the stuff they doing, they, they actually think that it's God. Right. And I've heard people say, um, yeah, the, the Holy Spirit, no, they didn't say the Holy Spirit. They'll say the Holy Ghost did something in the service and I'm listening to them and they're just saying, you know, he just shook this person and he did that and mm-hmm. he made this person run and, and they actually think that yeah. You know, yeah. that, that that's God. But so. that's that person's response to mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. It's not that he's... Because when you say he'll make you do stuff, mm-hmm. you can get freaked out. Oh, Which could be a bad thing in and of itself, trying to be in control all the time. But uh, I think that that's person that... that's it's, it, I, I look at it like a funeral. Yeah, some people that sit at a funeral and they quietly sob. It's the same stimulus, right, that we're all sad. Some mm-hmm. people jump in the casket and say, Lord, take me with them. You know, we... There's a whole... <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a whole bunch of different responses to the same stimulus, and it's the same thing when the Holy Spirit is moving on people. I believe some when when the Creator of the heavens and the earth moves on you, you gonna laugh, cry, or do something. But mm-hmm. I shouldn't do that at the expense of the person next to me. That's right. I shouldn't that's do that. That's because, maturity. Yeah, exactly. That, that's exactly. that's maturity. At the end of the day, it's about bringing people into the fold. And if I chase somebody out because I'm trying to have a spiritual good time. And I'm outside of the will of God. Mm-hmm. And that's one that Jesus died for. So, I, okay, I'm going to go back to something. We, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time. Ooh, but this, <laughs> I, this thing that's going on where all of these prophets are on uh, Facebook and social media and all of that. Mm-hmm. How is that affecting? And, and, and this is um, your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. How is that affecting, would you say, the the, the 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 babes in Christ right. or you right. know, how is that affecting the church? Because I'm thinking, so if you're watching a person, excuse me, if you're watching a person prophesy, and everybody's on there, and and you know it looks like they're just having a good time, and the person is hitting on little things like, man, this was so weird for me. A guy was prophesying, and he called the lady, I don't know how he did this, mm-hmm. but he asked her, he said, so what are you doing in church? What what, what are you doing? What, what, what do you do in church? She said, well, I stopped going. I don't go to church anymore. I haven't been in a long time. Mm-hmm. After that, everything he prophesied dealt with 
mm-hmm. stuff that you would just know. Mm-hmm. Well, if you say, I can see you and I notice you're not praying at night. Right. That, the Holy Spirit doesn't have to reveal that to right. you. Right. To know that if they're not going to church, right. that most likely they're not. Right. Okay, so people are watching that and she's going, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, God. So I wonder, what does this do to people in the church? Right. Do they think they can just go to these prophets mm-hmm. on Facebook or mm-hmm. go, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I just, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go yeah. ahead. I, 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 I want to know your thoughts I on think, that. I think it really is confusing to um, <clears throat> babes and, and all of that stuff. I think it's confusing and they end up treating these people um, like 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 fortune tellers, and they almost they might as well just call and say, "Let me get the lottery numbers or prophesy a blessing to me." And then you got a lot of people that are just straight up wolves, and they're just taking advantage of people's vulnerability and stuff like that because they know they don't know. So it's just like I prophesy a bunch of fluffy stuff to you, and it's followed by give me fifty dollars, you know, or something like that. Now on the on the flip side of that, I've seen some people that are absolutely positively sharp and prophetic, <laughs> but they're encouraging people. They're very careful. Uh, to give people words, and when it's something that might be a little bit of a private in nature, they whisper it in their ears rather than broadcast it on the microphone. So now, I'm, I think it's confusing when you got everybody claiming to be prophet so and so. You can go online and call yourself prophet this and put prophet in your Facebook name and all of this stuff. I think it's confusing. I think it's kind of damaging um, to the body. But I don't think that we should we should attach ourselves or just get a prophetic word from anybody that we're outside of some kind of relationship with. I think it should be attached to some sort of relationship. Wow. Either, either somebody brings this guy in or somebody is reputable about this guy. Like I know some guys that are amazing mm-hmm. uh, prophetically, but I know their love walk. I know, I know who they are. And mm-hmm. for me personally, I don't care how accurate you are prophetically. If you don't love people, if you don't show forth that fruit of meekness, kindness, love, gentleness, and stuff like that, I don't care what you can prophesy. I don't care what you can see in my wow. life. That don't make a difference to me. I'm wow. impressed by people's love walks. And so I guess in a nutshell, I think it's kind of confusing to people at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not just trying to throw out the baby with the bathwater. I get you. Know, you. I get you. I understand you. that there's, there's good people and there's, and there's people that are, you know, but there's a lot of abuses. And I think that it's confusing mm-hmm. uh, to the people of God. And that's why, which is a completely different subject, discipleship is so important. Mm-hmm. And that's why, exactly. You know, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. So then what's the answer to that? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think we've got to disciple people. Mm-hmm. I think we've got to teach people the word of God so that they can recognize the voice of God. Thank um, you, Lord. Because there are some things that, that can be prophesied and, and, and spoken and, and, and all of this other stuff. And it's just like, I don't necessarily know about that. Like I told, I think I told you the last time I was here about the guy that was like, I've been praying and I see a tornado is going to rip through this place and blah, 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 blah. But if you send me this disaster cancellation fee, uh, seed, uh, then God's going to pass up your house. I'm just like, wait, that ain't Bible. <laughs> like, what? Where is it saying about Bible? I got to pay you to get God to pass me mm-hmm. with a tornado. Well, so, it's there, and they're doing it. Yeah. I guess with me, I get so frustrated because I want to just, I want to just go on there and say, look, will you stop this? Mm-hmm. You got people that are just now learning about the Lord, yeah. and you're out here prophesying, and, and you're getting them stirred up to mm-hmm. the point where that's all they want. Yeah. They just want to hear somebody say something good to them. Yeah. They don't want to hear practical. T- teaching that. No, you know, yes, God will deliver you. He will bless you. He will right. heal you. But you do have some things you need to do. Yeah. You know, I told yeah. Jack, I told Jack, I said, when I was smoking, when I was smoking, this is how God moved. Right. Okay. He sent somebody to give me a testimony that they had stopped smoking for five years. Right. And that I heard it can be done. Absolutely. And I stopped smoking. Absolutely. That was he moved on that. Right. Once I said, okay, 
I stopped smoking. That enabled God to move in the situation. Right. It wasn't that, oh, God took away all the cigarettes and this and that. Because he could have took them away, but I could have still yep. kept smoking. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. But that's not what happened. Right. So the practical part of Christianity is lost in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook stuff. Yeah. So if we don't teach people and we don't tell them, you know, there's some I know some out there that are real prophets, but I know some out there that I've yeah. seen the spirit mm -hmm. that's attached to them right. and it's it's kind of scary, but you can't I can't say anything. Right. And in a lot of cases there's no uh, there's no accountability either. So I can just show up and tickle a whole bunch of people's ears and say, "Oh, you I see I see money coming to your mailbox." And, I can just prophesy a whole bunch of tickly, feel-good stuff, mm. but then when it don't come to pass, and people are devastated, and they didn't gave their last five hundred dollars and didn't see the return, oh and promise. Now you just get to the next town, like so. There's no accountability, which again I don't like. So you know, really prophecy and things of that nature outside of relationship, outside of the, the awareness of the word of God. And I don't mean because sometimes somebody can come into your life and just speak a word. I got you. I got you. And they don't want anything from you. Mm -hmm. It's just like I just feel the Lord told me to tell you this. Mm -hmm. It's dead mm -hmm. accurate. Mm -hmm. You don't want nothing. And I've done that many a time. I, I walked in, gave a word, they never saw me again. That's it. That's it. Because you're just speaking directly yeah. to them. And they don't owe you nothing. Right. Nobody that's, that's owes somebody you anything. That's in relationship mm -hmm. with God already, though. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's I like that. So it's like they recognize the voice of God in that situation. But there's a, there's a lot of reckless, unaccountable people mm -hmm. um, that, that, that we really have to protect the sheep from. Pastor Wells says people are misusing social media mm -hmm. and misrepresenting God's people need to stop. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. And he said, we talked about being pregnant with the presence of God today in the message also. Right. I, I, you know what? I miss messages like that, right. you know, uh, talking about being uh, pregnant mm -hmm. with the spirit of God, because that makes you think about Mary. Mm -hmm. That's what she was pregnant right. with. She right. was pregnant with the right. spirit of God and gave birth right. to Jesus. She just, her body just wrapped yeah. that spirit right. in flesh, mm -hmm. right? And that's the same thing we go through. Right. We give birth to Christ every day, yeah. every day. Yeah. We're doing that through sharing the word of God, Absolutely. sharing our faith. Right. We're constantly giving birth to God yeah. and, and Jesus. Amen. And loving people. Mm -hmm. But you know what, Pastor? I think that, you know, when you spend, it, it doesn't, like, I'm not naturally social. Mm -hmm. I'm not naturally um, a giver. Mm -hmm. But because I spend time with the Lord, that just becomes a part of who I am. Am right, but if I my thoughts are like this if I don't continually spend time with the Lord, mm -hmm. then I will revert back to you know being kind of anti social mm -hmm. and you know things like that, and that's not how I want to be. So, right. being filled with the Spirit, having this time with God, mm -hmm. every bit of it's vital mm -hmm. to our life it as is. a Christian. It is so, it our is. prayer is Lord. I just need to be filled Absolutely. again. Absolutely. I need to be filled again. Right. I tell you what, I totally, I've been trying to get Pastor Tyrone to have his own show, but I think I like having him come and visit. <laughs> I like him to come and visit. 
Uh, we have about three minutes. Ooh, so just real quick, I want I want to put my sister on the spot. So Christ Alone Ministries, the church that I pastor, is about to be five years old. Oh, and we're planning on having a service on August the fourteenth, and I would love to have my sister come out and do some kind of radio something. Okay. On um, that day, so I'm putting her on the spot in front of all of y'all. That's what we do. That's what <laughs> so, we do. So that she can come out and and broadcast. It's, it's been an amazing ride. Uh, for those five years, and I can't even believe it's been that long, but August the 14th. August the 14th. It's going on the calendar. Mm -hmm. It's going on the calendar. Mm -hmm. And yes, I would love to do that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm very proud of you guys. Your ministry is clean. It's uh, I, I love the simplicity of Christ. I think when a ministry gets to the point where it's just about a bunch of head knowledge and mm -hmm. stuff like that, it feels good to someone that's mature in the Lord and on me and you already, you know, you're already spending time with the Lord, but babes need milk. Yeah. Yeah. They do need milk. Right. They don't need it forever. Right. Uh, Pastor Welch and I was talking about that recently. They don't need milk forever, mm -hmm. but they do need milk so they can learn how to grow. Right. And then God will start introducing them to mm -hmm. me as they, you know, as they go along. But I, I love your ministry because I know that you just bring the word. Mm -hmm. You just bring the word and you keep it plain and keep it simple. And I, I remember when I was there, I saw this group of young women, I think. Mm -hmm. They were sitting in the back of the church and mm -hmm. they were sitting back there so meekly and everything. But I noticed that they were reading and following along mm -hmm. and everything. That's a good sign when your young people are following along in the right. word because right. they know right you know instead of playing video games mm -hmm. you know and whatever to, to, to let me speak in such a way that you can get it whether you're eight or eighty that, that I, I want i want everybody to understand what i'm saying I, mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not a deep brother at all mm -hmm. but when i know something i know it mm -hmm. and i want I, I just want to get it into people to where they know it as well mm -hmm. both both through the word and then through practical experience as well I mean, well i tell you what the uh, deep is just simply the word, mm -hmm. <laughs> you right. know, right. just knowing the word, right. you know, it's when you start trying to get all of this other stuff, right. you know, right. you want something that nobody ever heard before, yeah. Yeah. you want something, you want to coin this, or coin yeah. This. Yeah. okay, yeah, I, I, I have a friend, and he says he's an apostle and all of that, and he's like, everything has to be a deep word, mm -hmm. and yeah. Uh, yeah. So, mature. Well, I'm gonna let you minister the last word to our people, and uh, these we we are sharing these people tonight. I feel a kindred spirit going on here. Amen. Amen. So, anything you'd like to share before we close out? Yes, I would definitely. Um, this is this is the word that God has been ministering to us, and I know that God doesn't just speak to a particular people. God always speaks corporately. And, and the word again is that God wants all of our attention right now. Mm -hmm. Like God wants us to be Isaiah 26 and 3 um, or 28, whichever one it is. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to keep us in perfect peace as our mind is stayed upon him. He wants us to meditate on who he is. He wants us to get into that secret place. Right. And I was, I was at prayer the other night and a brother of mine prayed. And he said, that, are you willing to trade everything for the secret place with God? Mm. Are you willing to trade everything for the secret mm. place with God? Are you willing to wake up a little bit earlier and go to bed a little bit later, um, um, endure, do whatever, but are you willing to trade it out for the secret place with God? And I believe, for whatever reason, I'm not trying to doom and gloomy, 
But we all go through things in life in the whole nine yards. But God wants us to keep our attention focused on him. Amen. Our attention focused on him. Because even our worry is not going to change that situation. Mm. Our stress is not going to change that situation. Mm. All that's going to change is our health for the worst. <laughs> but if we can keep our eyes on God in the midst of that situation, if we can meditate on his goodness, if we can just keep our eyes on him no matter what we're facing, then we can go through that situation with joy and with peace, and we can suffer well as Paul did. Amen. So that was all of our attention right now. Amen. And that's our lifestyle. So mm -hmm. that is an excellent word. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with myself, I've totally been renewed. <laughs> you know, uh, God has changed my perception about everything that's been going on. I feel really good about it. I feel excited about it. And plus, I got some more word to meditate on, especially mm -hmm. that Humility thing, mm -hmm. that humble thing, that has just blown my mind. <laughs> but it's time for us to go. Pastor Tyrone, once again, it has been a blessing having you here. My here. prayer tonight is that God, you bless your people. God bless those that have tuned in to listen to four more. Bless those that have been chatting with us, God. Mm -hmm. Lord, you know the need of every single individual God that's here or someone that's connected to them. We're asking you, God, to move in that situation, oh God. Continue, God, to manifest yourself. You said what two or three are gathered together in your name, that you're in the midst. God, all of us gathered together here tonight for the purpose of just ministering your word, asking you, Lord God, uh, fill us once again and I believe that you've heard our prayer and God that you are doing and have done exactly what we ask you for so we give you praise and honor and glory for that right now in the name of Jesus and God we just want to say thank you Amen. Thank you and amen. amen. All right, guys, y'all take it easy. God bless you. We love you. Thank you, Pastor Welch, uh, Dr. Johnson, and anybody, uh, Keisha, and anybody else that was listening today. Don't forget, I need for you guys to inbox me for the Sit Happens t-shirt. First person will get it. Amen. And God bless you all. Praise the Lord. Hey, y'all, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon they throw at me. You know it won't prosper. Now, yeah. just got laid off. I'm doing good. House ain't even paid off. I'm doing good. Should be afraid, but I'm feeling good. All the time you say, God is good. We Come on. Down, down, down. Don't forget who's in control. Walls are falling down, down, down. They call it down. So what you gonna do? Hey, y'all, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon they throw at me. It won't. You know it won't prosper now. God, this is crazy. Hey, y'all, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon they throw at me. You know it won't prosper now. Storm's raging. I'm doing good. You see the world changing. I'm doing good. Yes, sir. No weapon they throw at me. You 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.